Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, Mindset and Business Strategy Coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hello and welcome back. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous. I'm your host, Stacey Brass Russell, and I am here with episode two for you. I'm so excited to talk about this topic, which is called Saying Yes Before You Know How. So, you know, this podcast is all about creating a prosperous life and business. And the reason why I include life and don't only talk about business is because I really believe that creating prosperity or wealth, right, is is different for everyone. And the reason that we want to create prosperity or wealth is largely because it has everything to do with the kind of life that we want to be living, the lifestyle that we want to have, um, the things that we want to be able to do for ourselves, for our families, the legacy that we want to leave. Um, I, I mean, Making money, <laughs> let's just be real, is is a necessary, important fact of life. And it's also something that I think most people um, have some sort of, I'm not going to call it issues because I, I don't really, I don't want to label us all as having issues, but we all have some sort of money story, right? We all have some sort of a money mindset. And in my experience, the people who I work with, and I'm putting myself in this category because I come from... The background, as you, you, if you listen to episode one, I shared a little bit of my story, which is that I come from a background of being a performer for a good portion of my life, and then a yoga teacher, and now I'm an entrepreneur, and I have chosen in my life whether it was whether it was on a conscious level or if it was if it was the universe just had this plan for me. I have been things, all of these careers I've just named for you are are careers that are associated with that it's not necessarily really easy to make money right the starving artist syndrome um it can actually feel like a badge of honor it's even a little glamorous you know when you're an actor oh the actor's life <laughs> um we're, we're we're always sort of waiting for our next job and then even as i transitioned into the yoga world um yoga Yoga teachers are healers and we're in service and we're really there to show up and help other people to have an amazing experience, to be able to benefit from having uh, the practices of yoga, which which are not only physical body practice, but there's yoga is really a mindset practice and a philosophy and a spiritual practice. So those of us who are in, in these areas, and I call us, I kind of call us creative soulful people, right? The creative soulful people people. 
we definitely have a, 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 a tendency to be the ones who kind of feel like money's hard to make, you know, and there's also a little bit of shame or guilt about wanting to make a lot of money as if that makes you not a genuine artist or healer. So a lot of my reason for creating this podcast and why I call not only this podcast passionate and prosperous, but it's also the name of my academy that 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 individuals can come into to do the work on their mindset and on their service-based businesses and on their missions and messages. Um, the reason I created it is because I really believe that it's very important that we that we deal with our money mindset, deal with our money issues, and that we are not afraid. This is the really important part here, that we're not afraid to want to make money, to want to create a certain level of wealth and lifestyle for ourselves. And in order to do that, if you're a service-based individual, if what you do is not just go and get a job working in a company or, you know, where you get a salary, salaries are great. You know, I, I have nothing against salaries, but for those of us who don't fit into that box, who that's not the path, or maybe it has been your path, but you want to change that, right? And that's, that's going to, that's a really big thing is when, when you want to go from having that security, if you've had it, having a salary, working for someone else, getting paid by someone else, when you get to the point in your life when you don't want to be in that position anymore and you want to be free and you want to do your own thing and you want to create the work that lights you up, when you want to put everything together for yourself in a way that is going to make it possible for you to wake up every single day and feel this unique and incredible sense of fulfillment that can only be had when you know that you are doing the work that you're meant to be doing in the world. And what's really important about that is that you're using your talent and your gifts and your skills and what you've accumulated by being you and going through the world and all the choices that you've made and all the things that you've, that you've done. When you get to wake up and do that, right? The, the, the key here is that you get to do that and make money doing it. In order to do that, you have to be able to ask someone to pay you for your services. And this is such a big thing that I work on with all of my clients. This is such a big thing that I've worked on for myself is getting over the fear and the shame of asking for what we're worth. So today's episode about saying yes before you know how is is about... It's, I consider it this foundational paradigm of the work that I do, because if you are someone who's already doing this, if you're already having your passionate and prosperous business, right, which means if you're already trying to do what you want to do and make money doing it, or if you're someone who knows that that's what you want to be doing, that you want to leave where you are, the security, the job, and you know that it's going to be really important for you in your life to, to create something of your own, to become an entrepreneur, to do the work that you know you're meant to be doing. Um, and look, I even want to say maybe it's not that you have to quit a job or lose that security, but on the other hand, you know that you're meant to also, we're going to add also here, there's a yes and here, that you're also meant to be doing work that is going to create impact in this world, that you have a message, that you have a mission, 
maybe it's that you want to start a podcast. Maybe it's that you want to write a book. You know, whatever it is that you know you have inside of you that needs to come out so that you can reach more people and have impact, right? If you want to get paid for that, shifting the money mindset into believing that it's okay to desire to make money, to have wealth, and to be prosperous is really important. So back to the prosperity thing. So prosperity, though, is very, very subjective, right? Wealth and prosperity, what does that mean? So for me, it means being able to do the things that I want to do with and in my life. So we all know that, and I used to make this joke when I was a yoga teacher um, full time. And I, I, you know, if any of you have were my students or have been my students, you've heard me make this joke before. And the joke is, you know, unless you are going to go live in a cave or at the top of, you know, the, the Himalayas, you know, unless you're going to go remove yourself from society and go become, you know, someone who who has no belongings and who's not really participating in, you know, in the material world, you need money. You need to make money. And if what you want to do in in your in your material world life is have the things that you like or do the activities that you want to do and this is really important because for me wealth and prosperity is not only about material things there are some material things that i really care about you know i'm not not going to lie i am not someone who says that it's wrong or bad to want material things so as we get to know each other i'll even share with you the things that i really love to spend my money on um but there are also experiences that are really, really, really important to me, right? Experiences that cost money. Um, I live in New York City. I am, I, even though I don't pursue being a Broadway performer at this time in my life, I will never stop being, a, a, I call it a Broadway baby, right? A person who, going to theater, going to Broadway shows, this is one of the reasons why I still live in New York City. New York is one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in. And I lived here before I was making the kind of money I make now. I lived here when I was a starving artist and a yoga teacher who, you know, who for a little while had this story that money was hard to make. Um, I've always made it my priority to be here. And for me, the amount of money that I chose to try to make was so that I could maintain living here, not just living here and getting by with just an apartment and, you know, spending the least amount of money as possible on my food just so I could live here, but to live here and take advantage of the city I live in so that I could go to Broadway shows, so that I could do all of the things that I want to do, so I could go to concerts, so that I could go to the great restaurants. That has always been really important to me because for me, that's me living my prosperous life. So anyway, getting back to what we're here to do over the course of this of our time together, which I'm I'm going to just anticipate is going to be really long. It's going to be years and years of us being together. I was listening to a podcast uh, interview yesterday. Um, Brene Brown was interviewing some authors of a book on friendship, on big friendship. And and these two women, they're like podcast pioneers. They they, they started their podcast eight years ago. And I was like, oh yes, podcast, hey, you know, hashtag podcast goals. So I'm going to assume that we're going to be together for a long time. So I'm going to be teaching you um, all kinds of things about how to create a business, if you're a service-based entrepreneur, if you're a creative, if you're a coach, that's what we're here to do. Um, 
I was thinking about, well, how am I going to do that? Like, is there an order to this? How am I going to teach and share and, and put this content out in a way that's going to make sense? And, and, and I, then I thought, I can't. I don't have to. I'm going to be in the same position that I've been in numerous times in my life, like when I was teaching yoga teachers how to be amazing yoga teachers and certifying them to be yoga teachers. And one thing I learned was there's no way to give the information in the most like perfect order. There's no way to say like, well, you need to know this before you know this, and you need to know this before you know this, and you need to know this before you know this. There's, it's, you can try, but at the end of the day, there's just so much. It's so vast, and you just have to kind of trust that as it comes through, you will hear, you know, anyone will hear exactly what they're meant to hear in that moment. Take it, use it. Um, and you know, that's what we're going to be doing here. We're just going to be kind of, um, seeing how everything lands for you. And I'm going to be bringing in what I think is helpful and useful. So I'm starting out with what I think is a really foundational principle. And this is something that I, that I started to notice about myself, that I was someone who already did this. And when I, became a mentor and a, and a teacher and a coach and started working with people one-on-one who really, really wanted to do the thing that they want to do, who really wanted to create success for themselves, who really wanted to put themselves out there. I saw that the biggest obstacle for the people that I was helping was that they were scared to take the action that they didn't fully know how to do. And when I thought back to my own journey, which was that I've changed my careers, not only my big careers, like I consider my big careers to be like, I was on Broadway and I was a performer. I was a yoga teacher. Then I was a yoga studio owner. And now I am a coach. I own my own business. I'm an entrepreneur, right? So I kind of see those big transitions in my life. But the truth is, is that all of the time that I was being an actor when I wasn't working, you know, every single day of my life, and I had to have jobs, for example, where I made money, um, you know, in between my acting jobs. Um, And also when I was a yoga teacher for a little while, you know, or even when when I thought, oh, it would be a really great idea to do a yoga retreat. Um, And this was before yoga retreats were really trendy. Okay, we're talking early, (laughs) early yoga before there were like a million yoga studios everywhere. And I thought, I think it'd be really fun to like go to a destination um, that everyone wants to go to like Mexico or Guatemala and, and, and combine yoga and a vacation. I'll be the organizer. Well, I didn't know how to do that. I had never done that before, but I had an idea and I thought people would like it. And so I took action on it and I figured out how to do it. So when I think back on all of these times that I quote unquote said yes before I knew how, I realized that this is like a foundational principle of being an entrepreneur and not even I'm going to say pre-entrepreneur. Before you're an entrepreneur, it's a founding principle of becoming someone who's going to create their own path. Becoming someone who is going to take the next step so that they can get what they want and get to their next level and expand and essentially live and grow into their fullest potential. And the truth is, is that the way our brains work 
okay, is that they get really, really comfortable with what we know and they do not like risk and they don't like change. And you're going to hear me talk about this ad nauseum. You're going to get sick of it. You're going to be like, yeah, 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 Stacey. I get it. Brains don't like change. But this is a huge problem <laughs> that we all have. It's like this conundrum. It's this, it's this kind of weird joke that the universe played on us, which is that we're born with this brain that is so incredible. There's so much that our brains can do. Our brains are so receptive. They're so able to, to, you know, to be creative, right? We have these creative brains. Like we are a solution. We are designed to be able to find solutions. And yet our brains are also wired to not want to change anything if it appears that things are working the way they are. And, and what that default setting is, what is quote unquote working, <laughs> this, you're not going to believe this, but this is the truth, is that you're, you just haven't died. So if you're alive, there's a part of your brain that is just going, hey, 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 why do you want to do something new and different? I mean, come on, everything's working fine right now. Like we're alive, right? That's all that matters. It's okay if you're not like totally happy with what you're doing. It's all right if things aren't like perfect. It's okay if you're not like really feeling like you're living to your fullest potential. I mean, come on, really, who needs that? That's literally the dialogue that your brain is having with you whenever you are scared or feeling like you you don't want to, you don't know how, or you can't do the thing that you want to be doing next. So this is the brain that you have, but you can work with your brain. And one of the most important things that we need to do if we want to be people who are living our passionate and prosperous, prosperous lives is we need to know how to manage our minds. We have to have certain thoughts that we commit to putting into our brains. We have to have certain paradigms, I'll call it, or founding principles that we that we believe in, right? Because we have faith. Maybe it's because someone that we trust, right? Or someone that we believe has some authority says, hey, this would be a good thing for you to believe or use as a founding principle. So we can create our own founding principles or we can use others, other people's if like, if it works for us, right? So I'm going to share with you that a founding principle that I believe in for all of us, for me and for you is that you must learn how to say yes before you know how. So saying yes before you know how means that you accept the premise or the idea that there's only so much preparation or knowing that you can have or do before an activity, an action, or an event that's going to set you up for being able to anticipate anything that could happen or know exactly how to show up in the moment, like literally when it's happening, so that you can know the outcome essentially, right? Because one of the other things that our brains don't like is the unknown. So one of the reasons why we have so much fear of doing something that we've never done before is because we literally don't have it in our in our cells. We don't have the experience to call upon. So we have no idea how it's going to turn out. And we have tremendous fear of the unknown. So if you think about Where you are right now, I'm assuming that maybe you're listening to this podcast because you are someone who is either at the beginning stages of 
uh, of a business that you're that you've created that you've started working on or maybe you're further along maybe you're maybe you're where I am or maybe you're beyond where I am but you recognize that in order to scale grow or get to your next level that you're always going to have to be taking these I call them bold risky moves right taking these 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 actions that you that you're not familiar with that scare you a little bit that are outside of your comfort zone so maybe that's you. Maybe maybe you recognize already that this is something that you always have to be doing. And so maybe I'm sharing this with you and you're thinking, yeah, 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 I know this. And maybe you haven't started your business yet. Maybe you're listening to this because because you're like, I want to hear this chick who who believes that everybody can turn their gifts and their skills and their experience and their passion into something, right? Because I really do believe that. I really do believe that. I believe that that we all have our magic and our gifts and our experience combined of course with whatever it is that you went to school for or have a certification in or Maybe you don't even have the certification or or went to school for it. Maybe it's just that you know that you're awesome at it. You're amazing at it, right? We all have the opportunity to take that with a little strategy and figure out how to turn it into something that we can then offer to others, right? Um, so you could be any one of those, and this applies to you. That saying yes before you know how is going to be a critical founding principle for you to get comfortable with. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get comfortable with it today or listening to this episode, but I'm planting the seed. I'm planting the seed for you because I promise you that you will not get anywhere. And this is not meant to sound um, like a jerk. I'm not trying to sound like I'm this, you know, like I mean, (laughs) but I promise you that you're not going to, you're not going to get where you want to go unless you take this in and and are willing to play with it. So when we play with something, we just get curious about it. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how I know that this is such an important um, founding principle and times that it showed up in my life. Um, Okay, so time one, all right? If you listen to episode one, you know that I was in Annie on Broadway in 1979, Okay. Now I was 10 years old and Annie was this big, big show on Broadway. It was big. And I knew that I wanted to be an Annie and I had no idea how that worked. (laughs) I had no idea how, how you got into the, the Broadway show Annie. And what was really interesting was I, Through a series of events, which I'm not going to go into right now, um, I've told this story on other podcasts, so I can always refer you to episode of someone else's podcast where I tell the story of getting into Annie. But, but the part that's relevant, the part about saying yes before you know how, is that I, um, I went to this performing arts sleepaway camp, and um, I got seen by a children's manager through that whole situation, and. When the children's manager heard me sing, they 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 actually asked my parents if they wanted to bring me up to the office, you know. And my parents asked me, "Do you want to go uh, meet this children's manager?" And I said, "And in my brain, and I'm not even kidding you. In my brain, it was like it was. I was, uh, yeah, of course I do because I want to be an Annie. And that was all I was thinking of. I wasn't I wasn't having self doubt. I wasn't thinking, well, I'm not sure because I don't know how to do that. I don't know how that's going to go. And I went up to their office and this is the, this is the best part. And this is something I want you to take note of. 
so I go to the office and, and, you know, we sit down and they say to me, so, um, would you like to go on auditions to be in TV commercials? And I remember literally looking, it was a a couple, a man and a a husband and a wife. And I remember looking at them and going, "Uh, well, no, I actually just want to be an Annie. And they were a little taken aback, but you know, and I, and I remember this moment. There are some moments that you, that you write, you can remember them so vividly. And I remember them saying, okay, well, and they kind of got a little, like a little, not condescending, but they were like, okay, well, yes, we know, but you know, it might be a good idea to just start with trying to go on auditions for some commercials so that you can get, you know, a feel for what it would be like. And I remember saying, well, no, I really just want to go on the audition for Annie. Um, so cut to, obviously I did go on the audition for Annie and, and I did get cast in in the show. But when I Think back on that time now as an adult and how I created this founding principle. Say yes before you know how. And then I wanted to look for evidence of it, right? Because I'm like, well, I can't tell other people to do this unless I have evidence of having done it myself. And this was the first evidence that I could come up with. And I thought, I said yes to going on the audition. I said yes to meeting with the manager. I said yes. I said yes every step of the way, you know, literally showing up. I had, I had two big auditions for the show showing up and then going to my rehearsals by myself when I was 10 years old with just the, 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 the stage manager and the dance captain and basically learning, you know, what could be learned, what could be learned by myself in a studio. Cause the show was, I wasn't in the original cast. The show was already happening. What could be learned by myself and then trusting that I really would never be able to fully know how to do the show or to do my part until I was literally on the stage with the rest of the cast. And when I think back to that and I think maybe I'm lucky, maybe because I was little, I was 10, I didn't even have enough of that part of my brain yet developed that like has so much fear, you know, little kids are so fearless. Maybe that fearlessness in me made it possible for me to have that experience so early, which was the experience of realizing that there are certain things that you can never know how to do until you're doing them. So saying yes before you know how is all about that that realization that there's only so much preparation that you can do for something before you have to do it and get the experience of doing it. And I'm going to give you another example teaching a yoga class. I have trained, I feel like it's hundreds of people to be yoga teachers. And one of the things that I have seen and experienced in, in, in yoga, in new yoga teachers is a fear of teaching the first yoga class. And they keep putting it off and saying, oh, I just have to keep working on my sequence or I'm going to, you know, I have to, I have to keep, you know, I have to learn more about this pose and the, and the alignment of it. I don't feel ready to teach the class. And I've had to literally push so many yoga teachers, literally push them into teaching a class, take them by surprise, be like, "Uh oh, someone's sick. You have to step in and teach this yoga class. Uh, Because if I didn't do that, then the brain would keep convincing this person that there was more that they could do to prepare for the experience. But the truth is, is that 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 is not that is not possible. You can't prepare enough 
before actually having to step in and have the experience and see what it's like. And I could probably keep going with endless, endless examples of this. And I'll give you examples of my clients, right? So I work with so many clients that are wanting to create content, okay, like workshops or classes or do challenges and, you know, put all these things out on social media that are really essential in order to attract your ideal clients, in order to uh, give people some value so that they can build up some know, like, and trust with you. And I have experienced with my clients this fear of actually putting the class together, putting the program together, putting it on the schedule, putting it out there and getting people to sign up for fear that they don't know how to execute it when it actually comes up. And I have to tell so many people, I will hold your hand. I will be here with you until the very last second. We will prepare everything. We will put the curriculum together. We'll put the the outline. I'll even help you write a script for your class or your workshop, if that feels better to you, like so that you can feel like you you know what you're going to say. But at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to feel that you are so prepared that you're going to know what it feels like to do that brand new thing. That thing that could be what actually takes you to the next level. The thing that actually on the other side of it has the outcome that you are desiring, that you are hoping for. So usually these things that we keep thinking, you know, I'm not ready. I have more preparation to, I call it I'll be ready when syndrome, right? The I'll be ready when syndrome. Oh, I'll be ready as soon as I also do this research. I'll be ready as soon as I have more money. I'll be ready as soon as I take care of all these other things in my life. I'll be ready when I'm a little less stressed and, and a little less busy. I'll be ready when my kids go to college. I'll be ready, right? I mean, oh my God, I've heard all of it. And I'm not saying I never say any of these things, right? But I also know how to how to manage my mindset and how to overcome when those thoughts come in, where I start thinking, you know, if I was really succumb, like sort of letting myself succumb to those thoughts, you would not be listening to the podcast right now. You literally would not be listening to this if I kept thinking, I'll be ready when, I'll be ready when, even I'll be ready when I'm less busy. Because you know what? <laughs> I don't even know when that's happening. I don't know when I'm going to be less busy. Um, In terms of, you know, I don't think that there's going to be a time where I'm going to go, woo, I'm so glad that like no one wants to work with me as their coach and I have no clients and I'm not running my academy. Now I finally have lots of time to sit down and record my podcast. So saying yes before you know how. It's a founding principle, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a couple of, of, of prompts, okay? So when, you know, grab your journal, grab your notebook, or listen back to this, um, or look at the show notes. Maybe we're going to be able to get them in there. And I'm going to give you a couple of prompts that you can start to use for yourself when you find yourself coming up against the I'll be ready when syndrome. So especially if you're a coach or a creative or a service-oriented entrepreneur and you're at a point in your business where there are all of these things that you wish were happening, you want more clients, you want to be making money, you want to be launching a program, you want to be putting out more content, you know, whatever it is, you want to be, you want to have more conversations, 
and you know that there are certain things that, that, that you really want to be doing. It's not only about need to be doing, right? Because we can strategize your business however you want. So I don't, I don't really like to go with like, I need or I should, right? Shoulding and needing are not great places to come from. They're not motivating, right? When you feel like you should be do something, should be doing something, it's not motivating. When you feel like you need to be doing something, it kind of can get a little heavy. So what's really important to remember is that you get to do, you get to do your business the way you want to do it. Are there recommended things that, 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 probably, you know, (laughs) would be good for you to do in order to get to the next place that you want to be? Absolutely. Right. But we have to turn those things into desired actions, right. And passionate actions rather than like things that you feel like you have to do, should be doing or need to be doing, even though you don't want to. So we have to, we have to definitely get to a place within ourselves where we create the desire to do the activities that help us to get where we want to go. And we have to have the mindset that allows us to take the actions, even when it feels scary, even when we don't know what the outcome is going to be, even when we don't feel fully prepared. And the reason we don't feel fully prepared usually is because we've never done it before. And somehow we want to, we want someone to jump into our skin and our bodies, right? And, and actually like give us the feeling of what it would be like to do it. And if I can do that with all of my clients and, and, and people who I mentor, if I could jump in and give you the experience of something, believe me, I would do it because I want nothing more than for everyone to feel empowered, right? And to be able to create the success that they desire. So if that was a way that I could do it, believe me, I would be doing it. But since I know for a fact that I can't and that that's not possible, the only thing I can do is help you to give yourself the experience of saying yes to something, even when you don't know how it's going to turn out or how to do it. Okay, so I'm just going to give you a couple of ways that you can start to do that. I love journal prompts. So I'm sure that you're going to hear this from me um, on numerous episodes, right, where I'm going to tell you, hey, grab your journal, grab your notebook and use these prompts to kind of like work through your thoughts, to work through what comes up for you. If you want to be successful at creating a passionate and prosperous life for yourself, one of the things you have to be committed to is working with your own thoughts, is working with your brain. You have to just decide that that's exciting to you, that you have this brain that is malleable and that is changeable and that can learn to love right? Evolving and growing and that can learn to, you know, to be okay with change. It all, it's all possible, but, but you have to be committed to it, you know, and you have to actually be excited by it. You have to be like, yes, I want to have a passionate and prosperous life and business. And I know that I can turn my brain, I can manage my mind and my thoughts so that I can make that possible for myself. So I I personally think that that's really exciting because whenever I have a thought that I know is not serving me at the highest level, you know, I, the the best part of that is that I know that if I want to, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes I don't. (laughs) Sometimes when I have a thought that's not serving me at the highest level, you know what? I'm like, F it. (laughs) 
I'm just going to have that thought because it kind of feels good right now to just pretend that I'm miserable, right? But as soon as I'm ready to change that thought, I, I know that I can. Um, and so that I hope that I'm going to help you to become a person like that, right? So here's what you can do, right? If you know that there's something that you want to do, and it could be a big thing or a little thing. It could be quitting a job, right, to do what you want to do next. It could be starting your business. It could be putting out a program. It could be creating some kind of content. It could be writing a book. It could be whatever, all right? These are the some of the ways that you can actually begin to condition yourself to be someone who is okay with taking risks, right, because risks are so important, and saying yes before you know how. So number one, you're going to think back and obviously journal this out, Um, I also want to say that when I tell you to journal things out, I definitely do not expect you to sit down and and write, you know, dear diary and write paragraphs as if you're like, you know, writing an essay. The way I journal or I call it scribing, I call it scribing, putting pen to paper is one of the most important things that you can do, not just typing in the computer or the phone or wherever you might type, but putting pen to paper is so important because that is one of the ways that things get fully integrated into your system, into your energetic body, into your mental body, into your emotional body. There's a statistic that saying something makes it, you know, that you're, I think it's like either 20, it's 20 or 30% likely to, 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 to implement or do. Writing it down makes it, brings it up to 80%. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay. So writing down, you're going to think back on all the times, just the way I told you about the Annie experience, right? Because I had to kind of go back to childhood and look for evidence of, of, of all the times that I said yes before I knew how, right? Oh, I'm going to be an Annie. I don't know how, but I am going to be, right? I'm going to teach yoga. I never taught a yoga class before, but I'm just going to do it. Oh, I'm going to open a yoga studio. I've never owned a, I've never had a small business before. I don't even really know how to do that. And I definitely don't know how I'm going to like, support myself while the business isn't making money, right? But I did it. Okay, because, and and I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to give you these steps because of what I'm about to share with you. So number one, think back on all the times that you learned something as you went along, where you learned by experience. So earlier in your life, you may not have even realized you were doing that because we tend to do that much more in our earlier years. And so as we get older and we get more fixed in our ways and our thoughts, right, and our experiences and we get more comfortable, we're just not as likely to just do it, to just trust that we'll learn something as we go along. Yeah, 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 I'll pick it up as we go along. Think about all the times that you that you thought that or said that. I know that you have like there's you wouldn't be here now if you hadn't done that to some degree it's just that as we age and get older we just don't do it as easily and as naturally it's almost like we become less flexible right we have to we have to teach ourselves to get back to that level of flexibility so you're going to make a list and I really want you to really think about it really even like things that you think are like insignificant or silly like when I think back on it I think about how somehow in my (laughs) somehow in my 20s I became like an event planner what 
How did I become an event planner? Well, because when I was in between acting jobs, I was working as a cater waiter. And mm, I don't know, because I was just using my natural gifts and skills and I was just naturally good at like being organizer and telling everybody else what to do. So I don't know, call it a little controlling, whatever that part of me is. It made me a leader, right? And I became like the person who was now like kind of orchestrating and organizing people's weddings, right? So add that to the list of things that I've done. Did I go to school for that? No, I just learned by experience. So I want you to think about all of the times that you learned by experience, and write those down. Because when you do that, you're basically giving your brain evidence that it's possible for you, because you've done it before, to do something before you know how. All right? Okay, number two. This is so important. And when I teach you anything, hopefully in the future, I'm going to be teaching you how to how to create clients, right? And how to message, how to put yourself out there and have the kind of messaging that that makes other people say yes. Woo, yay, we're closing the circle here. You have to have a sense of urgency. You have to create a sense of urgency. So for example, like in my Annie story, I mean, how did I end up getting into the show? Well, there was an audition. I couldn't say, oh, okay, well, that's awesome. Thanks so much. I'm glad there's an audition, but I'm just gonna have to wait till there may be another opportunity. No, 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 right? Doesn't work that way. So With what you want to be doing now that you may be holding back on or delaying or procrastinating or, you know, saying I'll be ready when, there's a chance that there's not a sense of urgency. There's a a chance, and I'm just going to say, I don't know, but I'm just going to say based on my experience that it's possible that you have not created an urgency about why that has to happen now. So you have to create that sense of urgency for yourself. You have to give yourself deadlines. And deadlines are not just dates on the calendar. That's a great place to start. I make all my clients do that. I'm like, oh, you want to do a workshop or a masterclass? Great, let's put it on the calendar. And they're like horrified. (laughs) What? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. We'll figure it out. But we got to put it on the calendar first, right? Otherwise, what are we working on? We're just working on some hypothetical thing. So you have to create a sense of urgency. You have to create a deadline. And if it's something big, like starting your own business, right? Why is that important to you? Like, why does that have to happen now? Why is it important that you start your own business now instead of next year? And so starting your own business isn't just thinking about it. That's a great place to start. But what really has you starting your own business is when you're taking action. And it's got to be the bold, risky action, not the safe action. Like, oh, I'm going to do some research. And oh, I'm going to maybe start thinking about creating a website. And if you were my client, I'd be like, what are you creating a website for? You, who's looking at it? You know, What are the big, bold, risky actions that you have to take to put yourself out there and you're going to put a deadline on it? The next thing that you can do is you're going to make another list back to scribing, journaling. And that list is what becomes possible for you when you do say yes? What becomes possible for you? And you got to really think about literally, literally the moment, the moment you take the action that you're not sure about, that you're scared, that, that feels like a big risk, what do you think becomes possible for you? I'm not going to answer it for you. I have so many things I could say right now, but I'm going to let you get really curious about that. <clears throat> when you do that thing, 
When you say yes, even though there's a part of you that's going, but I don't know how, but I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know how to do it. I've never done it before. I don't know. What if it's a huge mistake? What if I, what if I fuck up? What if I'm a failure? What if everybody thinks I'm an idiot? What if I look dumb? All of those things. And I'm not trying to minimize fears. We'll have lots of conversations about fears, I promise. But this is about saying yes before you know how. When you think about the moment you do it, what, do you, what, what will become possible for you? What opens up? What becomes next? And then you're also going to make a list. I kind of just said it. I kind of gave you a preview of all the things that could happen, right? What could happen when you take that action? What could happen? Um, I don't know. It could lose money. It could look stupid. Um, no one could show up. Maybe no one will show up. Um, you know, you can come up with plenty on your own as well. And I've thought all of those things. I just want you to know, maybe not with the Annie thing, but you know, at other times in my life, I, I, I mean, especially as an entrepreneur, especially just in the last three and a half years, I've done tons of things where I thought, what if nobody wants it? What if nobody shows up? What if nobody comes? What if nobody likes it? What, what if I don't remember what I'm supposed to say? What if I, so this is like something really great that I coach on and I'll coach you on it. We can't coach on what ifs. What if, what if, what if, what if. It's all hypothetical. It's all just coming from that fear part of your brain that's trying to keep you from doing anything that's going to change the status quo. Your brain loves the status quo. Well, part of your brain. And then there's another part of your brain, right? The part of your brain that is that talented, gifted, passionate part of you that wants to have impact, that wants to put your work out there into the world, that wants to help others, that wants to create transformation, that wants to be in service, that wants to create great things, that wants to inspire people. That part of you, right? That part of you doesn't care about risks and change. It knows that it'll do anything to be able to fulfill that, that part of itself. So this is about having like different parts of us that have to start to be in better negotiations. <laughs> we have to be able to negotiate these parts with these parts of ourselves so that we can ultimately have what we want. So that is what I have for you today. Um, saying yes before you know how. We're, we looked at I'll be ready when syndrome. We looked at all of the reasons why our brains are really, really happy to keep us where we are. And also all the reasons why that's not a good thing. Like it's not a good thing to let that keep you from taking action, from, from figuring out how to get to your next level. And any time you want to do the next thing, you want to make a change, you want to start right? For some of you, it's starting the business. For some of you, it's growing the business. For some of you, it's just feeling like you can turn what you want, what you've already, what you're calling a business into a business, which means that you're making money. Um, wherever you are, that this is a founding principle of how, how you create what you want. Um, so I'm excited for you to take out your, your notebook and, and journal on this. And I'm also excited, as always, to hear from you if, if this resonates with you. So, um, you know, you, you, you have access to my email address, uh, on the, on the, page and the show notes. I love to hear from you um, and hear what's working. If you do any of these of these journal prompts, 
I want to know, like, I want to know what came up for you. Um, this is a process, right? Becoming a person who can think in a high, I call it high vibe, high vibe thinking and really in, inputting some founding principles some paradigms that could really work for you, that could really help you to kind of overcome or transcend the stuff that we all have. So that's the other important thing here that like everyone has has the default settings in the brain, right? They're like, it's like, it's like your brain comes out of the box with default settings and then it's your job to, to change the settings, right? So we're all in the same position and I, I'm really excited about the idea that we all get to do this together, right? That we all get to, um, to, to be in a community where we're, where we're all looking at our thoughts and we're all looking at our fears and we're all looking at our desires and we're supporting each other and saying, yes, I believe that you can have that. I see that for you. I hold that vision for you, even when you're not able to hold it for yourself. So that is what we're here for. That is what I'm hoping to build with all of you who want to live passionate and prosperous lives. Um, and that is how we're going to wrap up episode two of passionate and prosperous. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go and think about the next thing that I am going to say yes to even before I know how, uh, starting this podcast was, was, was a big one. And so I got to figure out what's next on my agenda (laughs) and I will share it with you as soon as I know. That's it. This is Stacey Brass Russell, your host of Passionate and Prosperous, and I can't wait to be with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. First, I want to thank all of you that already subscribed and left some amazing reviews. I was totally blown away when I saw that, and I can't thank you enough. You can get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday, so please make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on your platform of choice. And if that happens to be Apple, it's the little plus sign on the top right. And if you know anyone that you think would benefit from what we're doing here, spread the love, tell a friend, and stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll be doing a deep dive into why your why is so important. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.